anyway, people, my name is Carla Rosen, and today we'll be doing an interview. His name is Salva Dutton, he came from Africa, and I'm just psyched to hear his story. Now it is time for us to open his ready? Now here it is, what is one foot, one head, and four legs? The answer is, a bed. Now it is time for the audience over there to stop laughing, because it is time for the audience, who knows? could be happy, it could be sad. What is your name? My name is Salva Maywan Dot How I got it was how the generations go on. Each first name of my parents, and their parents, and theirs, and theirs, and theirs, just become another middle name of the next person born. But I don't think it would be fun to have like 60 million needle names, so we just thought to my grandfather's to make it less complicated. Uh, where were you born? Did you have any siblings? I was born in 1974, and yes, I did have siblings. I had three brothers and two sisters. My two older brothers being named Arik and Rang, while also having a younger brother named Cool, and my two sisters being named Agit and Agnath. Where were you born? I was born in South Sudan, but back then it was just called Sudan before the country broke up. So I was born in South Sudan in the village of Laun Arik. What did you do in your free time? What I did in my free time was just two things, cattle building and hunting. Cattle building is when you try to make a lump of clay look like a cow. Oh my gosh, it was so very fun. Me and my siblings would try to challenge each other who could make the most cows. But they had to be fine and healthy cows. You, could ju- you couldn't just make it. It had to look good, but it was without a doubt very hard. The clay was rock solid and difficult to shape in that kind of form. But the more cows you made, the richer you were. My father would come out and inspect the cows. And who made the best of men made the most money. Once my oldest brother, Arik, made almost $75 for making over 60 cows. Man, I like was definitely the artist in the family. Wasn't there a second game that you wanted to talk about? Yes, there was. Thank you for reminding me. So when I was very little, like two or three, I'm not really sure, my father made all my brothers and sisters weapons, specifically bows and arrows. We would try to hunt down animals like, you know, ground squirrels, rabbits, guinea hens, or grouse, and sometimes we managed to kill one of them, and then there would suddenly be a lot of work to do. But since there was not a lot of options for food in the de- semi-desert region, we took advantage of every time we got something. So then some of them, some of us went to go get food for the f- wood for the fire, and others would clean and dress the animal. But everyone had their own opinion of how the animal was cooked, including myself. We'd say stuff like, you know, the fire needs to be bigger. It won't last long enough. We need more wood. No, it's big enough already. Quick, turn it over before it's ruined. The meat was, after a while, though, the meat was sizzling above the fire, and we couldn't wait in, until one second longer. There was only enough for just a few bites. But how amazing those bites were. Okay, Salva, I think we should stop talking about food because you're making me really hungry and I didn't make a lunch, so how about we move on? Were you a rich family? Well, I would not say that we were rich, but we were definitely one of the better-off families in the village, which is why I was eligible to go to school, learning the Arabic language, which was the former language of the Sudanese government. But you you might think that I already knew the language, but I actually did not, because I was living in the southern part of Sudan, which is home to several different languages and religions, and not really a true government, while to the north is home to a large expansion of Islam religion and speaking Arabic. And I did not grow up in that type of world, so I had to learn the Arabic language later on in my life. Did everyone in your family go to school, and where did you start going to school if you did? Not all my family went to school. My two older brothers, Arik and Rang, went to school before me because they went to school starting at age 10. 
And then 1985, which was the year the war struck us, was also the year I turned 11. So I was in school by then. But my youngest brother, Cool, did not go to school at that, day, at that age. Instead, he watched a herd of cattle. And my sisters never went to school in the first place. Instead, they stayed at home learning from her mother how to clean and keep the house organized. What made you immigrate to the United States? What made me come to the United States was in the north part of Sudan, there was only a Muslim culture, and to the south was a many different cultures, and the Sudanese government wanted to make all of Sudan Muslim. So after I left school one day, the war had struck us, which had caused me to walk for a very long time without food or water, for just about a week, and we eventually stopped at a barn and slept there for the night. But when I woke up, no one was there. They had left me behind. But there was, except for an old woman who was sitting in the garden, and that day, we made an agreement that if I stayed there for the next night, that I would work very hard. And it actually worked out for surprisingly three days. But then after the third day, she told me that she was leaving because the war was getting too close, and also the pond nearby was just, you know, was just too dry, and we didn't have enough people. And we, I mean, we didn't have enough... Oh, no, no. And we didn't have and not enough water. But before she left, we passed a small group of people, and the woman wanted me to join them, but they had their doubts of me because I was a child, and they thought that I would slow them down. Finally, the woman in the back was kind enough to let me join and be part of the group, but before I left with the group, the old woman gave me a bag of peanuts and a gourd for drinking water. For weeks and weeks and weeks, the days became a never-ending walk, and we woke up, rested at midday, and walked again until dark. Several days passed, and every day, more and more Dinka people, our home tribe, began walking. But then another tribe, known as the Jericol, began walking with us as well. But then we passed through an area known as the land of the Utut people, which was where many people had to take caution because of all the lions that lived in the area. After we walked across that area, we had to go to the coast of the Nile River, which was home, which was what we had to cross to get to the Aqaba Desert, which was by far the most miserable part of the trek. The heat was relentless, and everything about it was just pure horror. After, ha after halfway across the Aqaba, a group of our enemy tribe, the New Year, came across and killed a lot of people in our group, and also took a lot of our things, like our clothes, and killed the leader of our group. After we left Sudan and entered the country of Ethiopia, there was a refugee camp, where, which, were, which was where I stayed with... Oh.